Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Comedian Podcast. Good morning. Now, today I want to talk about basically a little bit about where I was um, last week, um, finding your peace. But this week I want to talk about finding your joy and um, finding the happiness that is actually inside of all of us if we choose happiness. Now, I know that sounds a little bit unusual, but I really want to go through this because I feel like that with everything that we do, we have a choice of how to approach it. Now, I'll give you a for instance. Okay, so lately, because as a lot of you know, I've had some double knee surgery, so sleeping's been a little bit of a thing. Now, a couple of years ago, I also had some sleeping problems. And two, I think it was um, right when COVID started and I was getting really, really anxious about the sleeping. And I was getting insomnia and I was trying to find solutions to go to sleep. And the more I couldn't sleep, the more anxious I was getting. I feel like, and I went, I, honestly, it was the, a terrible time. Now, this time with my legs, I've had a similar situation. Not so much I can't get to sleep, but I can't always stay to sleep. But I've approached it differently. I approached it with the idea that, look, you're going to be here and your biggest problem is you're not going to get rest. So just lay there and observe your breath. And I swear blind, there's some nights I haven't slept. Not after that two or three o'clock wake up. And you all know what I'm talking about because your mind activates. But I have actually gotten to a point now after that horrible situation at the beginning of COVID that I can actually turn my mind and even though I'm not sleeping or, or I'm sleeping very, very lightly, I still feel rested in the morning because I haven't let my mind get upset about things, okay? Now, of course, it's a meditative um, practice that I'm using. What I'm doing is when I'm laying there, laying there thinking, I don't let myself think about all of the problems. In fact, if a problem comes up, I push it out. I say, oh, look at that problem. Oh, God. You know, I have a friend at the moment that I'm concerned about and she kept slipping through my mind last night. I eventually pushed her out of my mind and was able to just breathe and I actually went to sleep last night after that three o'clock wake up. Um, but for those of you, so, so just as long as you understand, my legs get very uncomfortable um, still after the surgery. So going back to sleep was a bit of a chore. But I just want to say why I'm telling you this story is because my attitude changed. My attitude changed 100% from the reckless and very upset person that I was in 2020. And I must also add to, I was also drinking in 2020. Drinking was a big one of my problems. Um, to this person these days who can just lay there perhaps for three hours and not even let a negative thought cross their mind. It's a big change. And what changed was my attitude. My attitude towards everything changed. And, and that's a fact. Now, I must admit, if I do have something on the next day, I'm probably going to be a little bit more anxious if I can't go back to sleep. Um, and then I'm going to have to deal with that when I, when I get there. But happily for me, personally, I'm at the semi-retirement stage. So, you know, I don't have to worry about that as much. But I have had to worry about it quite a lot in the last few decades, as everybody does. Okay. And I just wanted to say that I have handled it very, very much differently than I used to handle it. I think somehow that um, having this surgery not only slowed me down, but it showed me patience. And I think patience is where a lot of us lack. 
we don't actually have patience um, and because we do lack patience then that sometimes um, counteracts us. But we were talking about finding joy and finding happiness. One of the other things that I've found now, a lot of you out there might be aware, a bit, bit younger than me, but for those of you around my age, I'm sure that you can identify, I'm almost 60, I'm sure you can identify with the fact that time is running out, isn't it? <laughs> like it's running out. And I've been thinking about that. And I used to think about time running out and thinking about all the things I wanted to do. I'd get panicky, like, no, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, because even though I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing my people again, I'm really enjoying my life now. But there's so many other things I wanted to do. So I've decided to do them anyway. And I, and I have to tell you, there is so much satisfaction on starting things or dreams that I had put on the back burner when I gave them up for grief. That's where I'm getting to, guys. Okay, when my daughter was alive, I, I took up guitar. I was learning to play classic, classical guitar. I could read music and she was my dancing girl and I played beautiful. I didn't play beautifully at that point, but I, I would have got there, you know what I mean? But when she died, I... I decided to punish myself. One of my forms of punishment was to give up music. I don't know why I punish myself. I think all parents do. And I didn't play guitar for many years, uh, like whoosh, probably 20 years. I didn't even really pick it up again. Maybe, ten, maybe a good solid 10 years anyway. Um, and then when I picked it up, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't very good. And, uh, but lately I've been, I've been thinking about all the things that I wanted to do, all the dreams I put by. And, some, and most of my dreams are to do with music, by the way. Um, my dad was a musician and, um, and, and I've always wanted to be a musician. I've always wanted to master guitar, drums, saxophone, harmonica and uh, basically that's what I've always wanted to master. Well, um, I have no, I'm not going to master any of them. There's not enough time left. I probably should have started when I was eight. That's okay though because I'm here to tell you that I am now playing a fairly decent beat on the drums. Yeah. My husband's a drummer, so he's been teaching me. And lately I've been learning so much. I've been playing for about two and a half years, but I've finally reached a point where I'm quite proud of myself. Um, my guitaring, I finally learned after... I picked up a guitar when I was 17, mind you, and at the ripe old age of 59, she's learned bar chords, finally. Now, anyone who plays guitar knows exactly what bar chords are. They are the harder version of chords on the guitar. So I have finally learned to play bar chords, and... As for the harmonica, yes, I can play straight harmonica fairly okay. I really surprised myself with the harmonica. I cannot play the blues harp, which was my intention. I put that down to being an asthmatic and not really having the in-breath to be able to play the blues harp effectively. And as for the saxophone, saxophone, well, I've given that up. I've given that away. I haven't, I'm not going to bother. I don't have the the breath left in me to perhaps take up the saxophone at this age. Although it might be a good idea to exercise the lungs. You just never know. Um, another instrument that I have actually learnt to play is the ukulele. So, but why I'm telling you this is because I have found so much joy in this. Yes, I'm a woman. I'm 60 years of age. I am um, at a semi-retirement part of my life, which is a fantastic place to be. I do live on a farm now, which is something I always really wanted to do. And I do have animals, which I have to have. My kids have grown up, but I don't see them so much. I only see them a couple of times a year, which that made me really empty. So I decided that, you know, that emptiness was making me sad. 
So I decided I had to fill that emptiness. So that's when me and my husband decided we were going to get back into music with a vengeance. He's been a musician all of his life. But I know a lot of you out there have this emptiness, this this empty spot. The kids have moved. You've just, you know, you're in grief. Um, you don't quite know what to do with yourself these days. I urge you, I urge you to pick up your, own, your old dreams. I really do. Whatever those old dreams used to be, whether they were playing the drums, it was not, it's great. Honestly, you get a set of drums and you bash them out. It's actually meditative as well. And I swear blind, since I've been playing the drums and the guitar again, my mediumship has improved because I'm now using parts of my brain that I was not engaging before. Did you think of that, guys? Because some, some music instruments particularly will, will it require you to use parts of your brain that you've never used before. And same so as some parts of, say, if you were um, wanting to ever take up art or um, pottery, that will use some parts of your brain that you may not have initiated. And perhaps now is a good time to start, to start exploring all of the aspects of you to see what it is that really makes you happy. Now, on saying that, I know that some of you may be in situations where, you know, you might be in a bit of a shit situation with a relationship or, or whatever. I pray not because, oh, God, monochrome days, eh? It's always a bit black and white, bit bit ordinary, isn't it? But, it, you know, I'm talking to the people that obviously aren't in that situation and do, do have a little bit of freedom. Now, if you are in that situation... And you don't have the freedom um, that you should have. Is there any other way that you can start a hobby that, that will somehow be meditative and creative to give you some satisfaction? Some people take up colouring, um, colouring in books, and they find that very meditative, very satisfying when they finish. Um, some people, um, you know, and as I said, there's art. There's so many things that you can do. Um, some people take up dance after all these years, Okay. Now, I'm talking about that, but these are the things that are going to give you joy, these little wins. Like, for instance, like, like, like one of the aspects of drumming, for instance, I'll, let, I'll just let you know, is that your, your right hand has to keep time, one and a two and a three and a four. Your left hand has to um, use the snare in whatever pattern you're using that. Your right foot has to use the bass, which is not the same as your right hand. So you, you basically learn, have to learn to, to think with four different parts of your body, which is really um, – but it makes you think. It makes you go outside your box. And when you when you snag it and when you get it, when, it, when you say, oh, my God, I got that, it is such a wonderful feeling. I mean, we've all seen the little kids when they finally get some type of puzzle that they wanted to do and they're so full of joy. Trust me, at 60, you're going to be full of joy when you achieve that thing. Now, a lot of you will say, well, you know, I've got really, really bad health problems, et cetera, et cetera. I do urge you. I urge you to address what you can that isn't monetarily um, restrictive, okay? So, for instance, one of the things, when I first started thinking about it, my legs made me very unhappy. When my knees were very um, inverted and very painful at all times, every step hurt. And so, and I didn't want to have my, my double knee replacement. I was scared. <laughs> Terrifying. And... Um, and so I tried everything first. So the first thing I tried to do was lose weight. Losing weight didn't cost me anything, by the way. It just cost me determination. So if you are one of these people out there who feel unhappy 
because you want to lose weight, because you want to be fitter, because you want to be more. Um, maybe there are some, um, like you, maybe you do have bad knees or something and this is inhibiting you. Well, maybe losing weight will take the pressure off your knees. There's a lot of ways you can help yourself get happy. You know, happiness is an inner thing. It's not really an outer thing. You know, the only one who can really make you happy is you because you're the one who knows your true desires and happiness. Can other people um, can other people affect your happiness? Yes, they can. They can make you happier or they can wreck your good day. Um, but, you know, that's if you let them because no one can wreck your good day unless you really let them wreck your good day, okay? That's, you know, sometimes it's harder. Sometimes it's easy to walk away. Sometimes it's hard to walk away. But no one can wreck your good day unless you let them, okay? So... Whatever it is that you need to do, you should strive to do it. This life is very short. You probably know that because you probably lost someone young or your mum died young or your dad died young or whichever. So you know life is short. And this and, and, and if you're spending your life unhappy, now because of grief, I understand why people get unhappy about grief, but by making yourself happy in other ways will actually help you with your grief as well. Because while you're learning to play a musical instrument, learning to cook a gourmet food, learning to finely paint, learning to um, what else? Learning to swim, maybe, maybe finally learning to lose that weight and getting on a decent diet so that you feel better and your health improves. Maybe booking that appointment to get those bloody knees done once and for all because you're sick of being in pain because that makes you unhappy. Uh, pick out what it is that's making you really unhappy and work on that. Now, some of you are sitting there saying, what's well, my relationship? Well, if it's your relationship, you can either fix it or you can leave it. But the truth of the matter is, if you are staying in a relationship that you are unhappy in because it's too much hassle to leave or the dude's violent or the woman's violent, then you should change that. Because you deserve happiness. You deserve good things. You deserve to feel good. You deserve to feel accomplished. You deserve to succeed. So whatever is holding you back is something that you need to work on. Because there is still, no matter how old you are, there is still a lot of joy to be had in this world. But you are going to find that within yourself. You know, and, I, and I've always believed that e every choice we make will foretell our present time. So if you want a different present time, it might be time to make different choices and to focus on what actually makes you happy, okay? Now, I know of um, some people that in their 40s who train to be a nurse because they always wanted to be a nurse. And I think that's wonderful, not that I would want to be a nurse personally, no offence nurses, but I just don't have the stomach. But, you know, if that is what you want to do, then you should do it. Some people, a lot of people go back to school. I mean, don't think about that Kentucky Fried Chicken bat bloke, Colonel Sanders. He was 65 when he started that because that was his passion. And I am all for that. Don't give up on life because somebody died. Don't give up on your happiness and your joy because you lost someone or your relationship failed or you lost your job that you like. There's so many little things that will make you happy. 
take up photography. See what you can do there. Um, go and go and volunteer someplace so that you can make other people feel happy because when you make other people feel happy, you feel happy, okay? So there are a lot of things that you can do to create inner happiness, but you are the one who holds the key to your happiness. You do. Not your husband, not your kids, not anyone but you. Do your children make you happy? Yeah, they can make you happy. Your kids can make you happy. Hubby can make you happy. Family can make you happy. But don't rely on anyone for your happiness. Your happiness all comes from within, okay? So I know that this is an unusual subject for me, but I, I've just noticed that so many people, when they grieve, and I, I, was, I was guilty. I loved playing guitar, but I put it down as a form of punishment for 10 I think it was about 11, 10, 11 years I didn't touch it, which is crazy. If I had to continue to touch the guitar in that time, I would be a fantastic guitarist now. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if I had to get my lessons? I would finally be playing lead guitar. Obviously, I'm not now, guys, and that's a frustration. But that was a choice that I made in grief. I made that choice in grief to stop my music because I felt, how can I ever smile without my daughter again? How can I ever be happy? without my daughter again. That's where I was all those years ago. Um, but now here I am all these years later and, uh, yeah, maybe I'm going to get that lead guitar after all. Maybe I am. Maybe after all this time I'm going to learn to play that guitar that I wanted in the way I wanted to. But either way, I'm not going to know unless I try. And I would encourage you to try because happiness comes from within and you deserve happiness. Sort, your, sort out what it is that will make you happy and work towards it. Even the smallest, teeniest, simplest goals will make you happy. You know, um, for you deserve to be happy. I, I hope that helps some of you. I would love any questions. And thank you to the lady who emailed me last week. I really, really appreciated getting that thank you. Um, I don't get a lot of emails from the podcast, so... Thank you so much. I appreciated that. It makes me feel like sitting here by myself with this um, microphone. It's an all for nothing. Okay, guys, you have a wonderful week. I will be next week. Um, if you have any subject that you would like to have discussed uh, or any problems that are on your mind, perhaps you have a family situation and you want to remain anonymous, maybe I can help you with a dear Charmaine type of situation, okay? I'm not going to be doing readings, of course, on this podcast but I am happy to help with any other situations that I can. In the meantime, you guys take care. Be kind to you. You deserve to be kind to you and you deserve good things and you definitely deserve happiness. She talks to angels. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>